that's what basically I mean. the same thing. If you keep eating those cables. Mm-hmm. And we're live. Artificer. I hardly knew her. <laughs> hey, hey, welcome back, everyone. This is the Roll for Insanity podcast. Where the intros get worse by the day. Hey, yo. Yeah, I just hit the record button anymore. I don't even care. It's just It just makes it, you know. I, well, I'm I the only just... one that comes up with the, the things. I I've know. run out of ideas. I, it's You've okay. exhausted It's me. okay. Hey, we're coming out of 2020. This is, it's good that we're still alive. So, you know, we'll just call it, uh, we'll call it good. Hey, uh, welcome back, everyone. And welcome to our new listeners. Um, we're, you've got the core four. Uh, today we got Ryan with us. Hello. We have Joey. Hey. Clay. What? Yeah, exactly. And I'm Kevin. Welcome back. Like I said, uh, sit back, enjoy. This is our uh, campaign recap episode. Yeah. So those of you who are new, we've finally gotten back into the swing of things. Um, how we used to do it is we would have one episode where we did technical stuff, which is like what we did last episode. Really? And then uh, the other episodes, we've been catching up on our uh, campaign that Clay's been running. So um, this will be a, campa- a campaign recap episode, and then next week we'll be back to technical. Yeah, yeah. yeah we may have technical difficulties. Apparently, uh Two of the cats were let loose and uh, they're running around here. So if you hear them live, one of them is attacking the cords, the other one is attempting to break into a box of temptations, (laughs) 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 which I think is hilarious. Yeah, that's a so much for our studio, you know, it is what it is. This is also the cat that's twice the size of the other cat trying to break into the temptations. (laughs) That makes a lot of sense. (laughs) Don't make that face at me. (laughs) Yo, you're you're in so much trouble now. She's upset anyway. Who let all of these cats into the studio? Who let the cats in? Meow. Meow. I'm, my money's on Joey. <laughs> Dude, I'm so I, I am I'm a dog person. Man. <laughs> okay. All right. So let's bring it up. Uh, we'll let uh, uh, Clay bring us, <laughs> bring us up to the speed. <laughs> bring it, let's bring it up. Yeah. Okay. So we last left off with uh, our fearless group uh, leaving their area after doing some downtime activity they had some time to themselves um they're getting ready to go uh and so they all came back and i think we already went over your downtime activities yeah, we, we got did. an espresso machine you did you got yep. the espresso machine extra bedrooms which uh, is the important part a pit a, a, a barren pit, pit a barren pit that the the uh the contractor was not too happy about. He wanted to make <laughs> it much more, and, and he makes like no commission on a sand pit. You guys right. Well, that, I mean, he he dug a hole after Seamus had cleared the trees already for him. He didn't even get that job. So yeah, he's he really did not make a lot of money on you guys. No, but hey, all I, that I bought an upgraded library. That's fair. All that said, <laughs> um, you guys were getting on your way. Uh, Jack was going to take you to the closest city. Um, that still did not have a lot of active security, which is the one that was run by Father Francis, who was the father of uh, Hydro Power. Uh, and you were going to Riverdale, which is his uh, most outlied city. So you went during nighttime because Jack wouldn't explain really why. Uh, but on the way, 
you guys ran into something. Uh, something that I think that uh, you guys are going to run into quite a bit more. Um, you were riding around, and you saw kind of a reddish glow. Or afar. At least, yeah, afar. Jack did. And at this point, I can't remember if any of you were awake. I think you were all sleeping. And Jack woke one of you up at the very... L- Actually, no, I think, Joey, you were riding up front with Jack. Uh, I'm pretty sure no, I was awake. It was, was, it, you? it was Raz? Okay. Someone was riding up front with him, and you all saw this and alerted the group. Uh, and I'll let somebody else kind of talk about what you saw. Goo boys. Goo boys. Yeah. Goo boys. But we didn't know they were goo boys right off the bat. You did not, no. We- yeah, so <laughs> we ran into a similar situation that we ran into in um, Joey's campaign where there was a uh, broken down wagon. Um, the difference was uh, we didn't pass this one. Yeah, we stopped. <laughs> but this one was on fire. <laughs> the other one was not on fire. Yeah, so you know the fire made it more interesting. Yeah, of yeah. course. And, and we there, were, there were no sad people waving at us. <laughs> we all and all you had aren't a bunch of psychophants. <laughs> well... Well, anyway, <laughs> continue on, my friends. So what did we find? We found a wagon that one was, was two wagons. Two. One was on far. Yep. It was on far. It was really, really bright. Fire. <laughs> far. Fire. Yeah, far. On fire. You don't have an accent. Stop that. Yeah, they do, but it's not from here. No, you don't have that one either. I do, too. <laughs> a Seamus. You just look like you have that accent. <laughs> No, I, I've decided I'll use the accent now. Before oh, I was good. Just, yeah. All right. So anyway, <laughs> one of the carts was on fire, and the other one um, was uh, the one that was left was the like merchant cart, right? So there was their cart that was burning. That was burning. Yes. And then there was the other cart. That was the the bandits cart. Yeah. So but the, no the horses. The bandits cart was the one no that horses. wasn't on fire. Yeah. No horses on either of them. Yeah. Right. So um, we see those and then we see people on the ground. So, you know, that's immediately like a hmm, weird. Yeah. And then we saw four like gray people. They look I like don't remember dudes. I don't remember how you described it. Yeah, so they were regular looking Joe Schmoes, um, but they were wearing bandit garb. That's right. And they were all just kind of standing there in the same sort of position. Uh, and they were staring at all of you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they all like moved at the same time. Yeah, they all kind of had like this weird sway going. They were going back and forth on their feet. Almost... Yep. Uh, like they were getting, it would look like they were getting ready to move, but it was kind of disjointed. Like it didn't really seem like they were prepping for anything. They were just kind of video game character idol animation. Yeah, and basically. Then, then the murderous horse that uh, everybody in our party is frightened of. Oh uh, yes, he did not like them. He, he was not having no. it. No. Yeah. So setting the stage, they've all pulled up. They see this family, and we'll get into that. There was a, a mother, a father, and uh, a young girl, and they were all dead. And they see these four bandit-looking guys that are standing there. They all have this, you know, symbiotic movement, and they're staring at them, and they're not moving. And this horse, um, who we all know is BS, um, it doesn't normally have a lot of 
uh, emotion to he it. He is very, upset. It's very metallic. Yeah. He did not like these things at all and was starting to react very strongly to them, especially later on. But one of you kind of started things off. You started to get a little bit closer. I believe that was Todd. Yeah, it wasn't me. Yeah. I told everyone else about what I'd seen, and then yeah. everybody else got up. So, Todd, what uh, what was your motivation for getting a little bit closer to these guys? Um, there's people that need help. Okay. Classic Simple. Todd move. Classic Todd move. Nice mm-hmm. man, that Todd. Nice guy. He's just trying to start a revolution. Anyway. <laughs> hey, we aren't there yet. Nope. So, that was last. Todd that starts moving up, and then one of the bandits takes a step forward. And this one is not moving the same as the others. He's kind of operating on his own. And he steps forward, takes out his sword, and draws a line on the dirt, and then steps back. And Todd didn't like that. <laughs> no, that was a challenge. I mean, yeah. you, come on. Anyone that challenges Todd... Dies. Doesn't end up well. No. Yeah. So, what did you do, Todd? <laughs> uh, I crossed the line. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, they all got mad and upset and started screeching at me. And, yeah. um, and so the fight began. And so the fight began. I hit, I believe, I don't remember who struck first. I believe you did. That you sounds about right. First, and at that moment, I think everybody noticed that when you made contact with the one leader, all of them flinched like they got hit. All of them made the exact same motion at the exact same time as if they all just got struck with your blow at that same moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and that continued for a, a good portion of the, the fight. Sometimes they would move on their own, but for the most part, damage that was done to one was done to the other. And um, movement that was made by one was made by another. Whenever it was possible for them to work together and do the same thing at the same time, they were. And I don't know if how mechanically you handled this, Clay, mm-hmm. but as a DM, the concept of a bunch of separate entities all sharing one health pool is very interesting to me and something that I kind of want to explore in the future. Yeah, it definitely was interesting. I didn't actually... I made these guys up on right. the spot. I wasn't planning on having these things in the campaign at all. I was planning on you coming across some bandits. It was when I started to think about some other things that I can't talk about. I wish I had someone that wasn't in this camp so I could <laughs> talk about this. You can go talk to Caleb about it. But he might be in it. Yeah, he's going to be true. That's true. That's right. Nate? You can talk to me, Maybe Clay. Nate. Yeah. No, I can't. <laughs> so there are other things that uh, kind of led me to this. And so they started off, they evolved throughout that fight. Right. Throughout that, I was making mechanics for them on the fly. And it ultimately ended up with you guys fighting what seemed to be one person split four ways and it was it was really interesting um and when you'll who uh do you guys remember what happened when you killed one of the the lower ones the one that didn't start the interaction with joey nope no i think we killed the the, the head dude before we killed the oh the that's right ones. you did so you didn't manage to kill any of the smaller ones first i um, didn't like it what would have happened Clay? i'm kidding it's a good question when you killed the the head one, though, they all died, mm-hmm. and they yep. all started to kind of wither away, but yeah. not before trying Good to bleed on boy. people. Yeah, they let everywhere. As they started to get lower and lower in health, they attempted to bleed on everyone else, and they were all 
It was black, bleeding tar-like. black. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of tar-like. And also, you said it was coming out of their like ears and yeah, stuff. Yeah, they were that was something coming that we out of their up ear. on when we got closer. Yeah, they had a black trail that was kind of oozing out of their ear. And so, you guys managed to dispatch them. You didn't really come into contact with any of the blood. I took a sample. You did. You took a sample at the end of it. And I'd almost forgotten about it. And that comes up later. And thank yeah. you for whoever reminded me. I think it was You're Joey. welcome. It was. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but some people weren't so lucky. And I'm going to let uh, Kevin talk about this, actually. Kevin, do you remember who wasn't lucky enough to avoid the blood? That was the father and the daughter That's of right. the uh, the campaign that we thought were dead. Yeah. The, the ooey gooey rolled over and into yep. them and then now we had new victims yes so these people were dead they were you know they were stabbed they were eviscerated they were really messed up it was a really gruesome death for but these people then they were undead so they're alive <laughs> we're not getting into that <laughs> um so w- the little girl started to kind of crawl. She didn't have the ability to use her legs, um, so she used what she could, and she was kind of dragging herself through the grass. The father stood up, and I think you guys dispatched him pretty quickly. Yep. Um, and I don't then, think I helped with any of that, actually. Yeah. And then I ultimately ended up making one of you re-kill a little girl. Who did, Who was that? Todd. Todd. Todd, Todd was up front. Yep. Sounds oh, right. pig. Man, little girl slayer. Little we girl didn't put that slayer. in. Little girl oh, zombie slayer. Breaker no. of chains. No. <laughs> but see, no one saw it, so you don't get the title. I saw Todd it, wouldn't want but I wouldn't propagate your title. He doesn't want you to have more titles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How I'm did jealous. Todd take that? I was curious. How did uh, how did he interpret that situation? Uh, he didn't like it, but he saw it as a necessity. Uh, okay. So he, he was doing it out of a kindness? Yeah, it was kind of a mercy, a mercy killing. killing. Yeah, I see. I believe he actually said that. I think he did. I think he, I think he apologized. He did. Or something of this. You, really were, you, yeah. you, you did seem very remorseful for the whole situation, and you were very somber. Um, and it came time, I think, at the end, you guys burned the bodies of yeah, the bandits. Yeah, we did what any sane mm-hmm. person would do, and we burned the bodies. Yeah, you burned the bandits, you burned the father, you burned the daughter. But the mother never ended up coming into contact with any of that goo. Yeah. Which you guys I think surmised. we buried her, right? Yeah, Todd kind of yeah. went into a trance. Oh, that's right. Because you started digging with your hands. I started that's digging right. with my hands, and then it was taking too long, so I took my... I have a horn, so I started using the horn because I didn't have a shovel. A horn <laughs> similar to a trumpet, for right. those of you listening. Yeah, like, uh, and then I'm just like, bugle. hey, uh, Jack, do we do we have a shovel? Like, yeah, I got one here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then I watched Todd did dig for a few more minutes and then yeah. i gave him the shovel <laughs> yeah. so todd kind of uh, you seem like you really had an emotional response to mm-hmm. what he saw um so i'm curious to see how he interacts with these kind of creatures going forward um but from there you buried the woman you made like a crude little like marking for her grave and then continued on your way and you made camp and in the night uh, I think Ryan, you had your bird mm. flying around, yes, for a little bit, and someone was on a watch. I think it was Todd when they came back. And do you remember what you saw, Todd? Um, I don't think it was Todd, but it was um two of the sa- zombie people out in the horizon. Yeah, they were watching, watching you guys from a tree line. Yeah, they weren't moving. Uh, and then when Raz found out about it, whether you were the one that was looking or not, you sent your bird over. 
and they weren't really moving. They were just kind of sitting there. They were just watching you. Yeah, and then my bird got close, and they're like, okay, bye. <laughs> yep. As soon as your bird got close enough, they kind of disappeared back into the trees, uh, and you guys didn't see him again. Yep. And for the rest of the night, there was no disturbance. Um, so on the way there, you guys were kind of discussing what you were going to do now because you were tasked with going to the city to face Francis, the father of hydropower, but now there are these things that are kind of tearing across the countryside that clearly there's more. And we kind of, I don't remember exactly how, but we kind of deduced that they were coming from Eve. I think it was because of Dr. Mordeaux's note that we had received yeah. earlier. You had gone over the, the notes from Mordeaux and he talked about some creatures that uh, were kind of experiments gone wrong from Eve. And we knew that we were geographically close to Eve. And yeah. so maybe that's where all these things were coming from. And so, yeah, we had to kind of make a decision. Well, do we want to go to Eve or do we want to continue on with our main quest? Yeah. And we kind of thought like, you know, we don't really have the time to dilly dally right now. We're kind of on a tight schedule. There are no and, dillies to dilly. And, you know, there's no one immediately around Eve besides like the occasional traveler. So hopefully it won't be too big of an issue. Yeah. The only thing there, there are small fatherless cities, but we'll get well, back to that. Well, I do. I don't think we wanted to lose our momentum. Yeah, you guys were tasked with doing a job, so you decided to continue with the job, and you were going to let Atlas know right. what was going on. So they ultimately made the choice to continue on, and Jack was getting closer to Riverdale, which is the city that you were heading to, and he dropped you off about a mile out. Yeah, which <laughs> he's never dropped us off that far from a city before. Yeah. And we kind of questioned it briefly, but... We kind of immediately put it out of mind, I think. Yeah, he, he didn't really care enough to explain it to you. And we didn't really care enough to ask, so. <laughs> so, he dropped you off, you made your way, there was kind of a line to check in through the city, and as you were getting closer to the front, you started to notice that there were a bunch of wanted posters. And on some of those wanted posters, you could see your faces, and on a bunch more, you couldn't. And in front of you... There was uh, a couple of people who were currently being uh, harassed by some guards because they happened to look a lot like some of the people on those posters. Uh, and they were getting pulled to the side. They were getting arrested. One of them resisted and was killed. And then uh, he got thrown in the river. He did get thrown in the and river. He got caught in the body net, but we'll get to that <laughs> in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Um, and so I think that was kind of an introduction to you guys that uh, there are people that are suffering because of the countermeasures that needed to be taken so that you all weren't discovered as quickly. Um, there are people that are being accused of being you or who are believed to have been a part of the assassination of Paul. It's basically Salem witch hunt. At this yeah. Point. Yeah. It's kind of people are not happy. And so these people that as far as you know are completely innocent. Uh, were pulled aside, one died, uh, and you don't know what happened to the other ones. And Nothing good. No. <laughs> so you ended up, I think you got into the city okay. Was there, I feel like there was some sort of interaction at the gate. There oh, was. Yeah, so. Mr. Hat Boy. Yeah, we yeah. used false identities, like each of us, I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. And this was before we had passports, so nothing was set in stone. And I introduced myself uh as my um assistant my yes, research did. assistant i don't remember his name norman norman I d and he had a last name too small fellow yes 
that's right and i'm like yeah i'm a tailor um i'm coming to visit family and these are my two traveling companions um and so they're like all right uh well i don't know any small fellows who are tailors they're ones that run a library and i'm like yep that's my family (laughs) (laughs) and they're like yeah okay checks out yeah you didn't manage to get inside so you tricked them uh and so you did you managed to get inside and ultimately you were not really sure what to do when you got here because you knew your contact was in another city you had to figure out how to get to that city and then he was going to let you into the final city we admired the body nuts you did so there are (laughs) this city is run through straight down the middle by a river that connects to an ocean think of like the thames in uh london yeah a lot like the thames and there are a bunch of bridges that go across um and so when they killed that guy in the front of the city they tossed his body into the river and ryan was very very focused on what happened to the body (laughs) yeah i'm like wait does it just like what happens to it does it just is there river just full of corpses how often does this happen and i was like nah there's nets and i don't i guess there's nets (laughs) and now body nets is a uh reoccurring bit yeah so there are body nets uh, specifically for when they decapitate people outside of town and just have nowhere to put the body. I think you body. said it was for like other junk and stuff too. Yeah, it but is. It is. That's the flavor for it. But really, it was me getting you to shut up. <laughs> it's to collect bodies. Yeah, it's to collect bodies. So you got into the city. You weren't really sure what to do. Uh, you decided to head towards a tavern, and then I think you were going to go towards a. Or no, you decided to go to the market first. Yes. That's our M.O. Yep. Well, you no, gotta usually go to market. we do tavern first, and then we go to market. Not lately. Lately, we've been doing the... We've been hitting the... Uh, I think it's because we show up really early in the day, so... And it's not time to go get drunk and right, have exactly. a <laughs> go to sleep. Because once you go to the tavern, you're there for the rest of the day. Yeah. It's a good place to stop. Yeah. So, you decided to go to the market, and someone noticed that you were no longer alone. Who was that? It was me, because I have a 22 passive perception. (laughs) I need to do some more research into passive perception. I think I'm giving you too much with it. I don't know. I don't think you're giving me enough, actually. Well, (laughs) you wouldn't. So you noticed that there was someone following you. uh, And so you all did the whole, like, you know, make three left turns. Yeah, I don't remember who suggested that. Todd, I think. I want to say so. Which was out of character for Todd. Well, yeah, but you two were talking. You were using message on Todd and letting him know what's going on. I I had no freaking clue. (laughs) I used message to solely communicate with Todd and not Seamus because I just figured, you know what? It would take too long to explain it to Seamus and it doesn't really matter because he's just going to follow us anyway. (laughs) So y'all did the three turns um, and on the third turn, you noticed the guy following you for the two. On the third, he didn't, and you went back to look, and he was gone. Right. Um, so you all kind of just shrugged dun, it dun, off, and dun. you were like, "Well, that's weird," and um, continued on to the market. And what did you find when you got to the market, everybody? The same guy. The same guy, but a little bit later. Yeah, it was a little later. Didn't you? Um, didn't you guys go in for? Did I go to the tailor? Yes, you I did. Guess I did. Yeah, because <laughs> I got bored. There's that a buff gentleman that was helping you. Yeah, he was cool, yeah. but um, nothing really that I could wear because all of the suits were armored for some reason. And then I asked if he had a watch, and he said, yeah, but it's powered on water. And I'm like, no thanks. We travel literally overland 90% of the time. Never have access to water. <laughs> nope. 
What's living? Water is a scarce resource these days. Sure is. I'd rather drink <laughs> it than put it in my watch. <laughs> Bet you guys didn't know that this was an apocalyptic setting. <laughs> anyway, so you were at the tailor. You were getting some clothes repaired. Yeah. Um, Joey, what was Todd doing? I don't remember. I think he was looking for weapons. Oh, that's right. I think yeah. I think you were Hard buying javelins. Well, and then there was the food stall, but I think that's later. That's right? after. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, around this time, Seamus started to notice something happening uh, in the middle of the market that he was not okay with. And what was that, Seamus? That was a big brute messing with a poor little gal. Mm-hmm. She was uh, trying to just do her thing, and uh, he wasn't letting her do it, and so I asked him to stop. And, and how'd that go? Uh, I believe he said no. <laughs> in some fashion, yes. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> so I... I wanted to show him my um, great axe. Aha! Uh-huh. And uh, but I didn't want to just show him. it to him. I I did. I I let it flat right on his head. And uh, and what happened to him? Yeah, he was so drunk he just passed out right <laughs> in the street. <laughs> bonk. So you gave him a bonk on the head. I did, and then I I he had a little nap. Yeah, yeah. A little nap. And I uh, I I talked to the gal and. She was really nervous being in town, so I took one of my uh, my toes. Your toes. Toes. <laughs> my toes. And I took it over, and uh, I swapped it out for a, a dagger and gave it to her. All right. And then uh, I was a little too shy. I didn't ask her for anything else, but she thanked me. I think she gave me a kiss on the cheek. And she then did. Went. She yeah. did. She did seem very fond of you. Uh, and appreciated the dagger so she could protect herself and was very grateful for you protecting her. Seamus is such a lady killer. Yeah, Woman in every real. port for Seamus, let me yeah. tell you. <laughs> <laughs> He's been to two uh, two fathered uh, civilizations and has a girlfriend in both now. Yeah. So, But he seems to have a softer spot for a uh, pinwheel lady. Yeah. I gotta yeah. say. He really does seem to like her. So it was then that... They started to go, our heroes started to wander over to the weapons shop, but something was going on there. What happened? Um, what a, whatever happened with Joey happened while I was still in the tailor, because I remember somebody coming in saying, like, you with that guy? And I'm like, no, never met him. That's later with the soup. Yeah, so I was still in uh, the tailor at this point. Gotcha. I, I believe the weapon thing happened before the tailor and everything it was like when we first entered the market yeah see i was thought we, i thought we yeah, saw the guy when we first walked we in. saw the guy you know, with the icon guys i'm i'm the dungeon master <laughs> i decide the order of history and i'm saying it's happening now <laughs> well it just makes a lot less everybody setting, deals but... with the weapon thing and then they go back to what they were doing because mm-hmm. that's how i decided to introduce it yeah not going to embarrass me on the podcast so anyway i saw that guy that was following us earlier because i have an insanely high perception and he left the tailor and I'm, momentarily and i'm like hey that's that guy and then um i went to go meet up with him and he was like meet me at the bar at whatever later but you no. did this after throwing a smoke bomb yeah we hadn't gotten there yet i yeah. went to go follow him and then he like disappeared behind a corner and i'm like okay weird and so then later um while someone's talking to the weapon ma- vendor guy the blacksmith some who he was working on a harpoon harpoon gun, gun. yeah handheld harpoon handheld gun. Gar- harpoon gun um none other than mr shady shows up uh shady yeah literally Eminem he stood up <laughs> he stood up and he stole the handheld harpoon gun and just booked it 
He did. And so when you all gave chase, he met you around a corner at some point and told you that he was with the Wicked, who you know are your employers. Yep. And told you to meet him at the watering hole and he would explain things further. And Todd was not happy about this because Todd was had told the weapons seller that he was going to get that harpoon gun back for him. Mm-hmm. He had to save face. It, it was also funny because Seamus had no idea who this guy was. Nope, <laughs> because Seamus was completely unaware that they were being followed. Yeah, no one. No so one he was him. just like, wait, why are we letting this robber get away? He's like, don't worry about it. We'll tell you when you're older. Pretty much. <laughs> And, and then Todd had to go back and face the weapon seller and tell him that he failed. Yep. That was difficult for Todd. He uh, he did not like letting this man get away with crime in the middle of the day after he specifically said he would help him in the best of his abilities. Yeah, a huge yeah. shot to your pride there. Yeah, Todd was fully ready to kill this man, even though he worked with the same gang and organization he worked with. You're really going to have a fun time working with criminals because yeah. that's just the start. Good thing I yeah. kept yes. you on a short leash, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... And I, it, after that, he was questioned too, right? By the guards, he was questioned yeah. about that, and he had to, he had to say that. Uh, I had to a, say he got, got away. away. <laughs> and you know, this is no Todd gets away from Todd, the pig and manslayer. <laughs> no, I think nobody gets. gets away away. No, actually, this is Bob Kyle. <laughs> this is Bob Kyle, actually. <laughs> the pig actually, and manslayer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. So then I went back to the tailor, so we yes. went back to the which tailor. I had, had definitely already been to by this point in time. Yep, mm-hmm. and it definitely was just a small break, and it wasn't me getting things mixed up. And uh, Todd decided that he was a little hungry. Yeah, Todd wanted to go get some more food, and he came across this um, butcher uh, or kind of uh, yeah, yeah, kind of a butcher, kind of not. He was kinda a food salesman. Food salesman <laughs> who had a bird. <laughs> now let's let's get a little bit into this. Yeah, this, so, this is one of Mordo's birds. Yes, it's a <laughs> Mordo's birds. They're called chatters, and because Todd is so recognizable because he's so <laughs> famous, he was wearing the hat that he had gotten from um, a bandit that allows him to disguise himself. So he did not look like Todd, which was very good for him because Todd is recognizable. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the lore behind these chatters, these birds, is that they were spies they would listen in on conversations they would repeat it back and um, they would go and tell Mordo or whoever it was that was in charge of them what was said uh and so the man these chatters after a while are everywhere and so people just eat them they're like, they're like parrots yeah they're like they're like parrots Wild you parrots can eat. yeah yeah <laughs> I, I also i forgot i was actually here for this part i was at the food stand with todd and then i left yeah you, you were yeah yeah. Yeah, because because I didn't buy anything. No, you were at the no. stand next to it. And there's a reason why you left, right? Because you're gonna have to be there for a while. Yeah, pretty much. Um. So anyway, birds, and yeah. I'm I'm like, oh, cool, more doe bird. I kind of <laughs> want to buy that. And then you left. Yeah. No, I, did, I hadn't left yet. Like yeah. soon. So I was talking to the dude, asking like what what I should eat if he has anything. I think I was asking if he had anything other than the fish. Like, I got this bird, and I started looking at the bird, and the bird just looked back at me and started <laughs> describing Todd's actual appearance in detail. <laughs> yep. Through the hat of disguise, and then Todd freaked out and got really nervous. So he's like, you know, I'll let the bird. Yeah, the bird. Definitely <laughs> the bird. Man, it's not even describing me properly. That's weird. We should do the bird. Let's kill the bird right now. And I'm like, oh, man, I was going to use that bird to send a message back to Mordeaux. <laughs> womp, womp. Wah, wah, wah. I love you. Please catch up with me. Your friend Raz. <laughs> Number like, one. Who fan. is this? XOXO. 
<laughs> quickly, two years. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so this bird started to list off the physical attributes of Todd. And these birds kind of do that a lot. They'll describe the person that they're looking at. But this bird was somehow able to see through Todd's disguise, whereas everyone around him could not. Classic bird. Classic, classic bird. Classic bird. Uh, and Todd's not really sure how that happened. Nope. Um, so he decided that the best thing to do would be to ask the guy to butcher the bird, pay for the food, and uh, to leave so that he wouldn't have to explain himself. <laughs> and so the guy did. And he, he butchered the bird and made the made uh, Todd up some soup. Uh, and I think I told you that the soup was bird and water. Yeah. That, that was the whole soup. It was basically it, a broth. It was really bad soup. You didn't try no, it. you never ate it. You never yeah. ate a bite of it. That's true, because that bird was weird, and I didn't <laughs> want anything to do with it. And so... It went back and forth where this man had made Todd a meal, and Todd was going to leave with it, but the man wanted the utensils from the food back. He wanted the bowl. He wanted the spoon. And Todd's like, oh, well, you can just keep the whole thing. I don't actually want it. And the guy's <laughs> like, no, eat it. You paid for it. I killed this thing for you. Eat it. And um, And this was refused. the point where I left. <laughs> <laughs> Todd was very upset. Raz does. Have you noticed Raz every time? Say, oh yeah, it's gonna be a problem. I'm out of here. He doesn't have enough hit points to survive. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be like, "Hey, trouble later." <laughs> well, I mean, and it's such an easily resolvable situation. I'm like, I'll just eat the soup eventually, right? Yeah. No, that no. bird scared me. <laughs> I didn't want anything. I didn't want that bird in me. I wanted nothing to do with that bird other than for it to be dead and out of my life. I didn't so, want that. So, bird so then, what did me. you do, Joey? Um, <laughs> I kept. I pretended. To eat it, but I didn't really. I did that like fake like soup eat where you like kind of bring it to you and then you pour it down. <laughs> uh-huh. And uh, and did that work? Uh, no. He saw <laughs> I think I think you rolled in the single digits. Uh, yeah. 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 Sleight of hand or deception. Well, I obviously rolled in the single digits. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And so the man being very upset at this point, feeling like he's he been began insulted. to slander me. <laughs> <laughs> he went the audacity of that man from stall to stall, saying that. You should not do business with Todd and Todd. Uh, or any Bob of his, his friends. Yeah. And so I think... Yeah, and I was in the tailor, and the tailor goes, do you know that guy? I'm like, <laughs> who? No. no. Never, no, met, never him. met him. Crazy. That guy's a jerk. Won't eat bird soup. That's messed up. <laughs> what a guy. No manners. Anyway, you got any watches? Yeah. <laughs> so I'll, eventually everybody gets through this. Uh, Todd is... Um, glared out of the market Seamus and, and Raz follow I believe Todd just walks around a corner changes his look and then walks back I, I believe that that's what, what he happened. did yeah. yeah I believe so too um so eventually you all leave and you decide to go back to the watering hole yep. you're gonna meet up with your contact you get there you sit down some cool clientele cool clientele yeah there's a bunch of sailors some businessmen things like that uh Seamus sits down with the sailors and starts uh, making quick friends yeah, I, d- I have no idea how to play cards, and they're teaching me. Yeah, that's me. right. Yeah, they were playing cards. They're teaching Seamus how to play cards. They really liked you. They did. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't take any of my money or anything. They just they they thought I was funny, and they, they kind of liked to teach you how to play. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was fun. It was good yeah. guys. And then Raz sat down. I sat down with um, Todd, and we asked like what kind of drinks they had, and they had a bunch of water. And I'm like, <laughs> what about the alcohol? And they're like, nope. We don't do that here. Just a strict water plate. You guys really haven't been to a regular tavern since all this, since you left Discovery. No, but at least (laughs) the last one had alcohol. Yeah, it it had kale Kale ale. And some. And some. I think you could get regular ale there, too. 
I don't remember. There was uh, I, I didn't order any regular <laughs> ale. Anyway, so they're like, yeah, we got we got water, we got um salt water, salt water, um <laughs> water from the river, and then they had special water that came from Cascade, blue that kind of glowed. Imagine if imagine if you could bottle the look of Caribbean water and make it glow. It looked like that. I just imagined Nuka-Cola Quantum. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, think of Nuka-Cola Quantum, but clear. <laughs> and so I was like, um, okay, so let me get this straight. My options are you go out back, dip a glass in the dirty river, and then you bring it back in here. <laughs> the body river. Um, salt water, which is literally undrinkable, or some shiny weird water that is the closest thing to alcohol in this establishment. And they said, yes. And I said, I'll take the salt water. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and Todd went with the, the glowy magic water. I did. I was interested in glowy magic water. And Todd noticed that he, he felt pretty good about himself. Yeah. Uh, that there were certain kind of addictive qualities to this water. That was some, that was some good water. Uh, and noticed uh, out of character that his stats had gone up at the cost of his wisdom. Um, who needs wisdom anyways? You're, already, hour period. you're kind of already limited on it as it is. You probably shouldn't <laughs> lose it anymore. <laughs> I'm already negative. What's what's so bad about going more? So actually, I think he has an average. Yeah, it's called min-maxing. You ever heard yeah. of it? Yeah. Yeah. God. Gross. <laughs> We're here to role play. Yeah. Didn't uh, you drink the salt water, though? I had a sip. And yeah, and, uh, and, and the, the sailors, sailors really, were all... Yeah, yeah they yeah. were really yeah. bad at that. And then also... I. I think I made like a history roll or something to like you did because I was like, why do they have salt water on the menu? And you were like, oh, it's like a sailor tradition where they like dip their fingers in it and like dab it around their neck for good luck or something. Yeah, they, so they're, I, they're all the hope that they people. get jobs, the hope that they come back from the sea okay, or yeah. that they get to go back out soon, and it's generally just a, a good luck thing for sailors. Yeah, so I did that first, and I got some nods from the sailor table. Yeah. Um, and then later on, I took a sip of it, and they all like toasted me, and then they took a sip of theirs too. So and everyone coughed. And it, it was great. It was great. So and then Todd got high. <laughs> yeah. And then I got high. And then Todd <laughs> took <laughs> literal drugs. Yeah. And I think people figured it out right away. I think Raz cut Todd off. Um, <laughs> he started acting weird after the first one. He didn't need a second one. Yeah, I wanted one. <laughs> I think you did get one. I because. I, I kept ordering them, somebody, and they tried, kept trying to cut me off. Somebody ordered me one, and you drank mine. Yep. Yeah, Caleb's character. Caleb that's was right. That's Caleb right. was here. The that's little right. Bit. We had a... Yeah. Padre Diego. Padre yeah. Diego, yes. Who... <laughs> little cameo that for that round. Yeah, we'll we, get into him we had more. Caleb for one session, but... Yeah, we had him for one session, hopefully more, because I really love his character. But uh, Padre Diego, the uh, luchador-looking guy with a, a penchant for Christ, came uh, and bought Ryan's character a drink. And Todd's. And Todd's. So <laughs> gave him a second one. Um, and he was with the the guy that was robbing the, the market. He was a part of the gang. He's there to assist them. Um, and so they eventually meet up with their contact, who explains that they need to make their way into um, Tide, which is the next city, to meet up with their actual contact. He was just tasked with bringing uh, Padre Diego to find them because uh, he has some healing abilities, and they thought that that might be useful. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. <laughs> a little, a little bit for for poor Raz. That should be your new, your best friend. Yeah. Well, I mean, we we kind of 
agreed on some things and disagreed on other things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they did get into theological debates. We'll get more into that in the next uh, recap. Yeah. I'd like to get more into Padre Diego. But at that point, he says that they need to get into the next city. They need to get some papers that are going to get them uh, into the next city. Uh, and I think that we're kind of getting to a good stopping point there. Yeah. Um, it's uh, They went to bed uh, and they were getting ready for the next day to find some paperwork, get into the city and, and find that, their contact. And that you guys will enjoy that one. That one, uh, that's a fun one. Oh, it is. Yeah, we kind of alluded on the last, in the uh, last episode, episode uh, yeah. kind of what's going on, but uh, yeah, the, you get the full details. It'll be worth it. So, yeah, it'll make you go. How did they start here and end up there? Once we give you the context, <laughs> I kind of had that same thought myself. Yeah. Well, so. thank you, folks. Thanks for joining us again, um, and uh, join us again next week. Well, next and week will be a technical episode again. Right, yeah. it'll be technical, but join us anyway. Yeah, yeah please show it. up. You know, that's uh, it's good stuff. We love and uh, we are going to try to start the recordings. We're going to see how that works out. Uh, doing our the actual campaign. Yeah, we're doing our trial run today. We're almost. So. Uh, yeah, we're we're kind of to the point almost where we're going to merge in probably about two more weeks. We should be if the pretty quality, much at, yeah. yeah right yeah. up to live. If yeah. you don't see it in a couple of weeks, then you know it went poorly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, okay. we won't admit to it, but you no. know that's what happened. So. If our quality is yeah. good this time, then we'll probably make the next session the official starting point. Right. Yeah, and if this one goes really well, you know, uh, All the better. then you know, so be it. We'll start. Yeah, and then we'll let you guys know what our other channel is or whatever for that. Yeah, we still have to. We're still in the creation stage. Yeah, we have to talk to Nate. Yeah. Nathan, Anywho. the lost compadre. The last few episodes go out to Nathan. Shout out. Oh, yeah. Uh, th- all of the dedications that I haven't done in season two oh, all go goodness, to Nathan. Yes. Uh, for, for you new people, I used to dedicate every episode. I've gotten really slacking. On Lame. That. Well, anyway. the, the end of 2020 pretty much sucked the life out of all of us. Yeah, so. I think we're all just happy to be alive. Yeah, you know, we got through 2020. You know, that'll be the, 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 the on the calendars, it'll just go 2019, 2021. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Just, <laughs> we'll just pass and call it good. Um, one of the episodes that I didn't dedicate it uh, was, is now dedicated to 2020 being over. So <laughs> let's just dedicate them all to 2020 being over. <laughs> Except for this one, which is dedicated to Nathan. Okay. Except this one. All right, anyway. guys. Hey, appreciate it. Thanks so much. We will uh, we'll see you uh, next week. See you then, guys. Bye, GameStop. See ya. Bye, Bye guys. Bye, hold. Hey, Clay. Uh, did you know that we have a website? We have a website? Yeah, we have a website. It's um, rollforinsanity.com. Wait, do I spell out the word for? No, it's just the number. So oh. it's roll, the number four, insanity.com. That's awesome. What can I find on there? Yeah, th- we have a bunch of stuff on there, actually. Have you ever wanted to follow us on social media? I have. Well... You know, it's kind of hard to find those pages on it the really apps. It really is. Yeah. I can't spell. Right. And so, you know, uh, but the thing is, if you can make it to our website, we have links to all of our social media on there. Wow. You know what social medias we have? Played? I'd love to know. We have Facebook, <gasps> ooh, Instagram, pictures, and Twitter. Annoying. Wow. All <laughs> your favorite social medias in one place. Um, besides that, 
we also have a newsletter. A newsletter. A newsletter. What do we say? So you put your email in, and and then we take it and sell it to people over the internet. We don't sell it. We don't sell it. <laughs> but what we will do is we'll send you updates on whenever we release a new episode, or if there's anything else that we want to fill you guys in on. That's so exciting, Ryan. I'm going to go there right now. Isn't it just? But hold on. There's <gasps> more. There's more? We also have a section dedicated to new players. Who's that? So if you're just getting into D&D for the first time, we have a bunch of stuff, uh, links to Amazon, all like consolidated onto one page. And, you know, if you're looking to buy some dice or a dice tower or a DM screen or some handbooks, you know, any of that sound interesting? I love all of those things and well, more. Congratulations. We got all of your favorite links in one place. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, also, if you think that we're doing a bad job and you want to tell us about it. I hate you. Or if you think we're doing a good job and you want to tell us about it, we have a feedback section. A feedback section. Yeah. You can just uh, type in your message. Let us know what you think about the show, what you want to see in future episodes, and that'll get delivered directly to us. I'm going to flame you guys so hard great except that only nathan will be reading it and then he's gonna tell us what it said so you'll only be hurting his feelings that's good 